We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Riverwind Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. And by AT&T, more for your thing, that's our thing. This is the Riverwind Coaches Corner, now. Here are your hosts, Chris Plank and Teddy Lehman. Welcome inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind, along with Teddy Lehman. I'm Chris Plank. He is offensive line coach Bill Biedenboe, fresh off the Sooners' win over Texas, 6-0 on the season. Coach, congratulations on the win, man. That was a, that was a fun atmosphere on Saturday, as it always is. No, it definitely is. Always a great game. Best game in college football, I think. I mean, I've been in a lot of other rivalries, but nothing, nothing compares to that. So, uh, great to get a win against those guys. I know you're a UFC guy. Did you get hooked up with anyone there before the game kicked off, uh, whenever the two teams got in the scrum? No, I didn't. I tried to stay away from as much as I could. I didn't want to get a personal foul, so kind of stayed Well, you got one anyways. I guess everyone out there got I guess, one, Yeah, right? they did. They didn't give us one, I don't think. The coaches were good. I think yeah. it's all the players yeah, that were in trouble. Yeah, it was all the players. But uh, obviously, for, for those that haven't had a chance to catch Coach B on with this, uh, film nut, I think, is a fair way to describe it. You watch everything. You watch all your guys. Now that you've had a chance to really go through it, and you've moved well on to West Virginia. What stood out about the performance on Saturday? You know, just I th- just proud of the guys. I mean, we we've really we've started different lines in in every single game. We I think we got better from the previous game, from the first game. Um, you know, guys are you know two guys that are hurt. Proud of them for their effort. I mean, Adrian basically practiced on a little bit on Wednesday. We have a walkthrough on Thursday, kind of a light practice on Friday. He hadn't practiced in three weeks. So, you know, just proud of their toughness, their effort. Obviously, we've got a ways to go, and we've got to continue to get better, but um, did some good things. 
How hard is that as a player whenever you don't have a whole lot of time to get those reps and you just got to a lot mentally, you know, you're, you're watching the film, you're watching practice. Is that pretty difficult on guys? No, no doubt. It's really difficult, especially he hadn't practiced in three weeks. It'd be a little bit different if, you know, he had been playing up to that point, you know, and then missed a couple days. That's a little bit different. But, you know, he didn't practice for two and a half, whatever it was, three weeks. So, yeah, and plus they're young, inexperienced guys. So, obviously, the more reps they get in practice and on the game, they're going to continue to improve and improve. So, um, yeah, it's tough, but it's it's a situation that he was in and that we're in. And, you know, like I said, proud of the job he did. It's got to be better, just like everybody. And, um, you know, just got to continue to improve you know it's interesting because uh, in addition to the offensive line you keep an eye on the whole offense so a little bit of a different but the same in other words with a running quarterback Baker had his style Kyler had his style Jalen's a little bit more of a physical runner have your guys handle that up front with kind of a different style running the football quarterback I don't it doesn't really change much it may change a little bit of the play calls we have with him but for us it doesn't really change much in you know, blocking schemes and things like that and how we're trying to block for him. I mean, you just, you know, when you're just running him, you get an extra hat to account for their extra defender. So, you know, it gives you some number advantages, but it hadn't really changed much on, you know, how we approach it as an offensive line. Your guys have have done really well in this football game. You know, you go back to, to last year's Big 12 championship and some of the physical play in that game. I remember them setting the tone on Breck and Hager uh, <laughs> quite a bit. So is, I, I know that every game you approach it the same, the, the work's the same, but it seems like your guys play with a little bit of edge in this OU Texas matchup. Yeah, and you hope you do it every, but this is different. You know, it's, um, it, this is a different game. I mean, yes, you've got to prepare, but I mean, you can't go in there and tell them this is the same as, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody, but playing can't, it's just, right. it's not. It's it's a different game, it's a different feel, it's a different atmosphere, it's different emotions. Now, you hopefully you play physical every week, but um, it, it's just, it's a different game. It really is, and you have to approach it that way mentality-wise. Now, you gotta prepare the right way for every single game, but I think your mentality is a little bit different going into this game. I feel like I ask you this every time, but that fine line between being aggressive and being overly aggressive, how tough is that to have the guys walk and obviously with the coaching points to make sure that they don't step over that line, but maintain an aggressiveness that you like? Yeah, it's, it's getting tougher and tougher every year. It really is. I mean, things that they're calling now, they never used to call. I mean, you know, it's, it's hard. You know, it really is. I mean, I don't, I don't have a great answer for you. You know, we're going to play as physical as we can and, you know, play within the rules and things like that. But, you know, a lot of times anymore, you, you, you drive a guy into the ground and they call holding. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. so what are you supposed to tell them? Don't drive them into the ground. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's just it, it's tough. It, it is a fine line. I don't have a great answer, you know, t- to that, but we're going to play physical and we're going to play tough. And you're kind of hitting a moving target week by week. Some officials are going to call it different than the others. But um, as a whole, the group so far up to this point, uh, what have you been most happy about that they've done uh, improving and, and maybe the thing that you got to work on the most? I think, you know, just the preparation and how they have continued each week to prepare better, to practice better. 
Um, you know, last week, we I don't think we had a bad practice. Would I could come in after and say that was a bad practice. So I felt really, really good going into the game. Up to this point for West Virginia, we've had a couple good practices. Um, you know, and we got to continue to do that. We're a group that, and everybody is, but, you know, you, we've got to practice and prepare the right way every single day, every single minute, you know, just because we are less experienced, not talented, just less experienced than we were last year. We have been in the past. So these guys haven't seen as much as the, the previous groups that have started 20, 30 games. I mean, it's just different. They don't have the practice reps. They don't have the game reps. So proud of how they've been preparing. Um, I th we've got to get better technically and fundamentally. To me, that's the biggest thing with our hands and, you know, putting our hands in the right place and our footwork and things like that. We're playing hard. We're playing physical. Assignment-wise, we're pretty good. Um, but we just got to continue to improve fundamentally and technically. Well, Teddy's got a good gift today because we have two plays that we're breaking down for him right. in layman's terms. Brought to you by Orthodontics exclusively. This is our final segment of our first part of our conversation with all coaches, and Teddy picks out a few plays. And you were so impressed with this offensive line Saturday, you picked two, right? Yeah, we've got two <laughs> plays. Uh, there's a couple of them that I like. You know, the first one, I love whenever a big guy gets out in front and is rolling down the field. Right. And uh, we get that quite a bit with, with, with this offense and, and some of the pullers that we have. Here we go. And uh, here's one right here. And you see it. Here come the big guys around leading the way. And uh, defensive back's worst nightmare is to see a 330-pounder <laughs> coming around the corner. Coach, I mean, one thing that you've got big guys, and you've recruited big guys, but they're athletic. Yeah. Yeah, and, that, and that's what we're going to do. And, and the funny thing about this play is this has been – you know, kind of our bread and butter play for a long time, and people have really, really been overplaying it. So this was the first time in the game that we ran it. We had been running a lot of the sweeps and pulling the other way, and it really put those guys in a bind. You see everybody going out with the sweep, and really, generally, you don't get up on those corners in that situation in those DBs, but because we had been running handing it to CD. In this case here, everybody's overplaying it. They're waiting on that. So now we got extra guys blocking out there, and then that's what happened. So that was the first time we had ran that play, and that's the, the fourth quarter. Yeah. And we and, purposely did that. And you guys have play action built in off of everything. So you can see over there, you get the edge, because I don't know if that's a safety or a corner. He's backing off thinking that Tight end may go across the field on a drag route, so he backs up seven, eight yards, and just the whole design of the offense is is done really well. But I love it. You get 700 pounds pulling around the corner. Those DBs are not happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's no for sure. Really, really good effort by Marquise. I mean, he's all the way down the field with this guy. And this is where you got to be careful. You know, it's, you know, I was worried. I was watching this play, and you see him there. I'm thinking the whole time, please don't call a personal foul just because <laughs> You don't, you don't know anymore. I mean, really, you know, it's almost like you get to this point and things pass you. Well, you can't tell the guy to stop playing, but now, right. now it's a fine line. And uh, where do you finish him? How do you finish him? All those things. So, um, but good effort by him. All right, let's segue to the goal line, yeah. Teddy. And I know I you. I love this one. <laughs> um, and I, I wish the angle really doesn't show it very good, but Creed snaps this dude right in the face. <laughs> this Mike Backer trying to come downhill. He reads the, you know, it's a game. He knows the guy, passes him off to the guard. Here's the Mike Backer, hits him right in the mouth, and just the easy touchdown. Uh, I love this. Creed is, I mean, he's fantastic. And I'm just glad 
you know, when I played, most of the centers were the smallest guy on the offensive line. Uh, I can't imagine what a 6'5", 330 center would be like as a Mike Backer tried to take him on. Yeah, and this, you know, they hadn't, this was really the first time they had run this stunt this year. They did it a bunch against us, so um, it's one of those things that you're proud of the guys. They recognize that they're bringing a double outside with an in pressure is what we call it. They had never really shown that down here in this area, but this was kind of their blitz. And, you know, we had adjusted to it pretty well. We're double teaming. And this is another one. You don't see the whole thing, but um, obviously the backer, the safety goes with the running back there and, and, you know, the left guard and left tackle finish. That's another one. You know, they finished them into the end zone, and I'm sitting there watching it and you know, help <laughs> stop at some point. You, you just know? never I mean, know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're just you're concerned about that. You know, it goes back to your question. I mean, you know, what do you tell them? Yeah, you know? Exactly. Good stuff. That's in layman's terms. We got another segment with Coach Feedbo next inside the Coach's Corner. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Medicine, Anheuser-Busch, and OU Extended Campus. And our community partners, Landers Auto Group, Devon Energy, Coca-Cola, and OU Medicine. Gary Allen, live in concert. So I'm just sitting out here. New Year's Eve, 9 p.m., the Showplace Theater in Riverwind. A night full of hit after hard rockin' hit. Tickets on sale now at Riverwind.com. For more information and tour dates, visit GaryAllen.com. Gary Allen. Your next haircut now has a shortcut. Introducing the Sport Clips Haircuts app. That's right. Now the cut you want is just a tap away. Just download the app, check in at your neighborhood Sport Clips, and choose your guy smart stylist, and you're done. We'll text you when your stylist is almost ready. Then head to Sport Clips for a championship haircut experience. It's home field advantage for your hair. No appointment needed. Just download the Sport Clips app and check in. And don't forget a beard trim. Sport Clips. You choose the cut, we cut the weight. Saving your time at Homeland. Stop by your neighborhood Homeland today and get your game day necessities at the OU Tailgate Headquarters. You'll find everything you need for a quick and easy game time meal with weekly specials on some of your favorite grocery items. Join Homeland, your friends and family, as we cheer on the Sooners this season. Shop local. Shop Homeland. Homeland, your tailgate headquarters for OU football. Good to be home. We've invented a new messaging system using the crisp sounds of Bud Light. Crisp Code, Football Edition. This is how you say, game tonight. Bring Bud Light. Fantasy fees are due. That's it for today. Brewed with no corn syrup. Bud Light, crisp. Enjoy responsibly. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. George writes, Who knew grilled chicken nuggets could taste this good? Well done, Chick-fil-A. Wow. George, you're making us blush. What can we say? Maybe it's the lemon or marinade or that backyard flavor we try so hard to get just right. It's like me grilling at home. It tastes very similar to that, except the seasoning. I, I probably can't season it as well as uh, Chick-fil-A does. Thanks, George. You're too kind. Try some grilled nuggets yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonial. 
Wow, look at the big deal outside the stadium. I saw some tents like that over by the duck pond, too. I wonder who put all that together. Oh, that's from Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events. They provide the tents for the Fan Fest outside the stadium for the home games. They can handle any size of gathering. Oh, really? How about a birthday party? Yep. Wedding reception? Of course. Company picnic? Yes. Just call them at 751-3100. Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events, huh? I knew I hung around you for a reason. You're pretty bright. Oh, and I have the season tickets. Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events, 751-3100. Here's to the small business owners. We all know that business has its ups and downs, and through it all, the IRS has its handout wanting more. At Polston Tax, we get it. We've helped thousands of businesses who found themselves at odds with the IRS, and we've studied the tax code in depth to develop strategies to help small businesses like yours. Call us today at Polston Tax to set up your no-risk free consultation today. Call 405-698-3468. Echo Energy is Oklahoma's fastest-growing, privately-held oil and gas company. Founded in 2010, we work to reinvent the industry, redefine boundaries, and reinvigorate the energy landscape. Most importantly, Echo believes that investing in our landowners and communities is the best investment of all. Visit echoenergy.com to become a partner today. Echo, inspiring energy. Corner is brought to you by Academy, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Riverwind, still the one. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively. Well, here's some numbers that uh, Jalen Hurts would describe as rat poison. Sooners, number one in total offense, yards per play, yards per rush, pass efficiency rating, third nationally in scoring offense, fifth in rush offense, fifth in pass offense. But as we welcome back Phil Biedenboe, Coach, I think Coach Riley talked about this at his press conference a couple weeks ago. You've talked about it a lot. It's not really about the stats and the numbers, is it? It's what you see on tape. That's exactly what it is, you know. I mean, and and we, you know, stats, you know, numbers, you know, the players that do. And but what you got to try to convince them is it, it really isn't about the numbers. It's about playing to the best of your ability every snap, and that's really what we judge them on and what it comes down to. We don't even we don't go in there and talk about numbers. You know, we did this, we did this, we did that. We don't ever talk about it. We talk about each individual play and how you played on that play and how you can get better. And that's really all it is about. I'll tell you what, what is interesting to me about those numbers is for whatever reason, I, you know, Lincoln Riley was at Texas Tech, a leech guy. We get, you know, labeled as an air raid offense. But to me, this is a run first offense. Like, yeah. We run the football, and I don't know what the numbers are right now, but uh, I think in, in the, OU, the OU Texas game last week, it was like 38 runs and 28 passes. This is a run-first offense, always up there, highest in the country. And I'm sure with offensive line, they love running the football. That's probably what you guys look at it as well, right? Oh, no doubt it is. I mean, we're a run-play-action offense. I mean, and that's that's what we are. And you can call it whatever you want. I mean, we get big passing numbers, obviously because we have really, really good receivers. But, I mean, you know, Lincoln does a great job scheming it. You know, if you're able to run the ball, they got to commit people. So... You get guys open, you know, and, and um, 
you know, that, that's what we are. We want to be physical. We want to be tough. We want to run the ball, and then we want to throw off of the runs. Coach, we want to talk about some of your guys. We want to obviously talk about the development of a guy like Creed Humphrey. But before we get too far away, West Virginia coming in town this weekend. Whole new look defensively for West Virginia. In fact, it seems kind of wild. Really, they're bread and butter so far this year with the Mountaineers. So as we've prepared for West V this weekend, what have you seen from the Mountaineers on film defense? Yeah, really good defense. Do, do some really, really good things schematically. They're always going to generally get a fifth guy rushing, blitzing, whatever you want to say. It's coming from different places. So we got to be really good at identifying and knowing who's going to be that fifth guy that's coming inside, outside the box, whatever it may be. Do some good movement. The nose is a really, really good player, 56. Or other guys are, you know, good players as well. So it's going to be a challenge. Every week's a challenge, you know, and, um, you know, th this will be another one for us. The Stills brothers, um, pretty good players on that defensive line. How do you guys look at it week by week? Is, is it a, a matchup? Do the guys look at those individual matchups and try and go out there and perform well, or is it just we go out and do our thing? Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously we talk about players and we don't get, we don't over talk about the players. I mean, obviously we know their strengths and what they're going to do and how they're going to try to attack you. A lot of it's more scheme and understanding the scheme and what they're trying to do with their movements and their pressures and, you know, all those things. So, yeah, we understand, um, you know, who we're blocking and, and, you know, what their strengths are and how we, what we have to do to, you know, play good that day, but it's more about the overall scheme. So 11 a.m. kick Saturday morning. We'll be on the air with a 9 a.m. radio broadcast with Teddy and myself. But coach, the preparation, you guys are all in this week, and we want to talk about some of your uh, of your individuals and a guy that maybe we haven't talked enough about this year because Creed gets a lot of conversations, and understandably so with his history. But I've really been impressed with Marquise Hayes, and this is a guy that is. Uh, really taking advantage of it. He's got a great energy to it. Kind of got a little leadership gene in him as well, too. What has stood out about Marquis so far this year? You know, I'm really just really, really proud of him overall from the first day that he got here to this point. Just his maturity on and off the field in the classroom. Um, and that's what we talk to these guys about. You know, it's not just about what you do on the field because with very few uh, you know, occasions, you know, what you do off the field is what you are on the field. I mean, a guy that's really good and, and accountable off the field is really good and accountable on the field. You know, so really just proud of him and the, the, his development and his maturity. You know, last year as a scout team guy, he would come in and meet with the other guys and, you know, just always trying to get better. So he's done a good job and he's like everybody else has to continue to improve. One of the guys you talked about from the improvement from uh, winter and spring football until the last time we had you on was Ian McIver that he's done a great job Has that still continued through the season? Yeah, it really has you know another guy you're proud of you know a kid that came in here as a walk-on and, and like I said before never really thought he would have a chance to play and really has worked hard and, and continues to do it. I mean, he would be, you know, now that we're back healthy, you know, you know, it just depends on what happens, but he's right around that sixth guy that would go in, you know, and obviously it depends on who went down or, and hopefully it doesn't happen, but, um, you know, done a great job and continues to, you know, help us at that position. And then real quick, before we get to the Twitter question, how about the job of Adrian Ely and Eric Swinson? We talked about it earlier, both dinged up, not a lot of practice. So you would joke that you were the backup option behind Tyrese Robinson yeah, at left well, tackle. Well, it wasn't a joke. <laughs> How have they progressed so far, bouncing back from injury? You know, again, like I said, you know, just proud of their efforts and their toughness. You know, I mean, 
you know, Eric's got two knees, he's got a shoulder, you know, I mean, Adrian had the knee, you know, but, uh, you know, continue to fight through, continue to show toughness, which that's the most important thing to me. Obviously, like I said, we've got to get better technically and fundamentally, but when you play tough and you have the right mentality, good things are going to happen. Academy Sports and Outdoors gives you the final question to the coaches, the Twitter question of the day at OU on the air. And uh, this is kind of in line with one of the challenges you've had this year from a recruiting perspective, Coach. How do you handle multiple players leaving early for the NFL like we had this year with Bobby and Cody? A tough situation. I mean, again, I don't know the exact answer to it. And just talking to you guys, I mean, signing days in December. You really know for sure, I think it's that first or second week in January is when they have to decide. So you've already signed, guys. Um, you have an idea, you know what I mean? But it's hard to go out there and sign a guy in December not knowing 100% for sure if this guy's going to leave. You only get 85 scholarships, right. and then you get a certain amount at each position. So, you know, once a kid signs, he's bound to you. He has to come here, and you can't be over scholarships. So if you don't know 100% for sure, you're still recruiting guys. You probably can't make up for it in December, but then hopefully you can make up for it in February. Well, and think about sometimes it depends on, like, the position. Offensive line, maybe this doesn't happen. But remember Ohio State, Cardell Jones goes from being the backup plays the playoff game and the national championship, and all of a sudden he's a first-round draft pick. People <laughs> right. talking about him as a first-rounder. Yeah. So that would be a situation where you just had no clue, no idea, and now all of a sudden your guy may leave. It's tough. It's challenging. Yeah. No, it is. It definitely is. Oh, Coach, congratulations on the win over Texas. Good luck against West Virginia. Great stuff as Thank always. Thank you. Appreciate it. Spill Bill Beanbow. We're back with Roy Manning next. Coach's Corner is presented by Riverwind. Still the one. Sport Clips, it's good to be a guy. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the TuneIn app and listen free. OU's 2019 football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. Yeah, I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. This segment's presented by Community Coffee. Family-owned Community Coffee, the official brewed coffee of OU Athletics. Taste the difference family makes. 
what time it is. Let's zoom out so we get the speed D. Listen up, baby. It's Coach Manning. You already know what time it is. I got one word, okay? Actually, I got three words. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Tell me them boys didn't come to play. All three phases, offense, defense, we fence. First of all, let's start with this O, okay? These boys, okay, these boys, they know how to move that rock down the field, okay? They know how to move that rock down the field. Listen, running that ball, okay, couple hundred-yard rushers, okay, passing that ball, <laughs> CD, you better stop, boy, all right? And getting those uh, sticks, man, move, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, boy. It takes points to win, okay? I loved it. And that O-line up front, y'all boys nasty. Y'all bo boys nasty, okay? Check this out. Special teams, I like what y'all did today. Coach B and Coach B, shout out. I told you last week, our Coach B's against your Coach B's any day. Point blank, period. Them boys was running down that field, covering them kicks, punting that ball, downing it inside the five, doing what they do in the return game. I loved it. Three phases now. That's what I said. Three phases. Then last but not least, and you know I can't wait to talk about that speed. Day. How many nights? I like we fence. We I, fence. I like that. That That's great, man. Roy Manning joins us after his first <laughs> OU Texas experience, and I, I will say this: I know the coaches do. The players look forward to that video about as much as yeah. we do as fans. So. Great stuff, man. It's Congratulations. Exciting. It's exciting. That was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I was just really happy to be a part of it and be on the winning side, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you're doing those videos, does everyone know, okay, stay away. Uh, Coach Manning's doing his video. Let's give him some time. He's in, he's in the other side doing his <laughs> Or do they try to plow in there and uh, get in the shot? I kind of sneak off somewhere. <laughs> you know, I'll sneak off to my car or find an empty room or empty <laughs> office. And everybody had just about cleared out up there on that last one. So, uh, so I don't have to embarrass myself in front How of people. How about that hat, though? Awesome. Doesn't it? It's like someone went to a garage sale and spray painted some gold spray paint onto a hat, right? It's, it's you, awesome. Whenever you see it from a distance, it's like, man, that thing is nice. But right. when you get up there, it's like, hang on a second. This is the trophy? No doubt. No doubt. But like I said, it was just so glad that uh, we were holding that thing at the end of that, that day. That was something to always remember. You know, it's interesting because you've you spent time in Michigan. You spent time around some of the greatest rivalries. As your first OU Texas experience inside the Cotton Bowl, what was it like? What you take away from it? Obviously, football, the win, but just the overall experience in general. Just unbelievable. You know, the, the whole setup of, of how the seats are split just just really adds to, to, to each and every thing that happens in that game seems so enormous. You know, it's a it's a false start and roar. You know, it's a you know a, a five yard. Play. It's, I mean, it's so back and forth yeah. with that stadium. I think that's something that's really special. Obviously, uh, uh, we know that. And, and again, it's just it's hard to put into words, but it's, it, you really have to dial it back and try to keep your, 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 your temper about yourself during that game. So, but it's, it's awesome. I heard Lincoln talking about this last night, and it's, it's interesting. A lot of the big rivalry games are the last game of the season. Yeah. And having this one in October in the middle of the year, that's kind of unique too, isn't it? Extremely, extremely. You know, one, because, you know, 
it's right there in the middle and and you know the thought is you know in my mind you know you're playing rivalry week you know these teams have been through their highs and their lows of their season and now it's culminating to this big finish and now this one just catches you right in the middle and you know obviously in the back of your head you know the way the conference is set up you know oftentimes it's been a rematch and things like that so um, it, it's definitely one of the most unique rivalries if not the most unique in the country. Well, your guys play fantastic as an overall defense, nine sacks. But, you know, I think we'll get into this in layman's terms coming up here in just a bit. There was uh, quite a few coverage sacks in there as well, too. So take us through how you felt like your guys did in that cornerback's room on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, we definitely had our work cut out for us. You know, you can tell how they're receiving core on film. It's really big. And <laughs> you get there in person, they're even bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I knew we had a challenge that way. And obviously have a quarterback that's plenty capable of getting it to them. And obviously watching film, they they want to challenge you. They're going to throw it up to their big play receivers and, and let them make plays. So, you know, kind of mindset was just, just make them earn it, you know, and, and, and be aggressive, you know, and make those catches contested. Because guess what? They're, they're receivers. You know, they're going to catch the football. Don't be surprised when they do. Let's just make sure that we're competing on those on those throws and we're right there and make the tackle and things of that nature, which, again, um, that defensive line, what they were able to do, uh, get making that quarterback make fast decisions or, you know, like you said, sacks, we really work hand-in-hand -hand on the back end and up front. So I'm their biggest fan all <laughs> week, trust me. Yeah, it's, you know, whenever people talk about the defensive backs, the corner safeties, uh, a lot of times they focus on the pass coverage. Well, you go watch this game from a year ago, and it was perimeter plays where we couldn't tackle, right? Sure. Guys getting drugged for first downs or, uh, you know, just getting missing in the open field. That was big-time difference between last year and this year. Those guys were making those plays, and I thought that it's so much different when you see a guy catch the ball, be tackled right there at the line sure. of scrimmage. That's a game changer. It's huge. Again, the momentum swings in those rivalry games are epic. So, um, you know, not giving up the big plays because, again, everybody rides that wave and just try to limit, you know, the, the mistakes and things of that nature is really what, you know, you tried to focus on. And, and the other thing I think that's really important, and Coach Riley did a great job of it all throughout the week, is just harping on keeping our poise you know, throughout that game because it's so easy to let your emotions ramp, run rampant and, and, you know, get into the, the back and forth talking and, you know, John and all that, which you guys know in that type of environment, that can hurt you, you know, if it goes the wrong way. So really hats off to our guys for just playing football. And, and I don't know if many fans realize this real quick before we go in layman's terms. Your bench on when we're the visitors, the Texas fans are right there. When we say right there, Coach, <laughs> right there. No and, question. And, and I thought your guys did a really good job of handling that because that can become a tenuous situation, and they did a great job with it. When you guys would come over and try to get on the board on things and talk guys through things, you have someone in your ear telling you you stink, no calling question. you every name in the book, and they did a good job handling it. No question. Plenty plenty of uh, distractions throughout the week right. and obviously on game day. Yeah. And, and, again, just hats off to the coaching staff for – for making that a big deal, you know, and, and, and then the players for executing it. Well, I asked Bill, and I've got to ask oh, uh, Coach Manning as well, you know, the pregame scrum, I asked Bill if he squared up with anyone. <laughs> did, did you find a coach there at the 50-yard line? I mean, you're, you're a former player now. I know you were, you're amped at that moment. No, I, I go out early, and then I get back in and, and just get the mentally prepared. So I missed the scrum. Good call. Probably glad I did, you know what I mean? Because, again, I, I get a little emotional out there, but uh, – 
Again, like I always say, I'll take our Coach B <laughs> against anybody. Our two Coach Bs against any other yeah. coaches in the country. Now, let's talk about one of your guys, Parnell Motley, to start with. As we go in layman's terms on a big pass breakup presented by Orthodontics exclusively. Take it away, Ted. No, I like this, yeah, I like this play here. And um, I like how he challenges all the way through it. And we just wanted to get your thoughts, footwork, how he handled this thing. Little fade right there in the back of the end zone. Pretty good job. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. And I think the thing that I was most happy with is, you know, the week before, he really got beat on the same route right there in the red zone. And so, you know, I just had made a big emphasis all week. I can't tell you how many times we worked fade releases and getting our eyes around again because the week prior, uh, uh, he was in pretty good shape but got his eyes around late, didn't have great footwork at the line. And on that play, you see those two things. You see great yeah. footwork at the line, and then you see him get his eyes back so he can opportunity uh, to make a play on the ball. My favorite play of the game uh, for him. Uh, I, I like the wide shot here because what it shows you is he's in really good position. A lot of times you can be in great position on the fade, and what happens, he's going to throw the pylon on you, right? And he's, they're going to back no shoulder it right there at the pylon. So you kind of got to play both of those, right? You never know when they're going to go back shoulder on you or whenever they're going to throw it up. So you got to be in position for both. And I think he does a good job by finding the football to know where it's going to go. He does. And, you know, we, we tell those defensive backs, all of them across the board, man, you play great technique so you can be in position to make plays. I mean, we want those guys being confident that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing the work now. Now that ball in there, it's a free ball. And, you know, you're not always going to make it. And we understand you're not going to be perfect, but we want them challenging and at least having the confidence to go up and make those types of plays. I love this play. Here we got uh, one of the secondary players, safety coming in, getting in on the action in a sack. And you look at the whole back end, just man-to-man -man coverage across. Everyone's got good leverage. Good coverage. There's nowhere to go with the ball right now. He's got to hold it that extra count, and you get that sack. And I don't know if this is uh, – looks like it's a pill here by the, the linebacker coming it off. Is. I don't know if between those two guys they've got the back. But I love the aggressive That's nature. Exactly right. I, I love it. He's, he's flying through there, finds the gap, and uh, doesn't get picked off by one of those offensive linemen. Just a great play. Yeah, just, just schematically, I think uh, Alex caught a great game. You know what I mean? Having an early feel for uh, what they were doing and then – Again, being confident and dialing up some of those pressures and, again, being aggressive, you, you have to in these types of games. Here's what I love, too. Now, watch this. Watch whenever the DB, oh, oh. they pulled it down. Well, what I was going to show was um, the quarterback's eyes. Right. right. Yeah. We've been getting there all game. You see So it. he drops back. He looks at his, go. here we go. Watch. He looks at his first receiver. He holds the ball account. Then his eyes come down to the rush. Okay. Right. So he's going to drop back. He's going to find his guy. And then he's going to find that rush because we've been in his in his face the whole game. That's right. And instead of getting rid of the ball, he's worried about the rush. I love it. That's what the defensive line, that's what that aggressive nature will get for you. 100% downhill football getting that backfield. And you can't tell me that doesn't affect quarterbacks as the course of the game goes on. Not just sacks, but just pressure and guys in their face. You know, they hesitate or they, they hitch a step or they're thinking or they come off their reads. And, again, I, I think in today's game, you know, these guys are pick you apart if you just let them sit back there. So, again, hats off to uh, Coach Grinch and, and the staff for getting these guys ready. How about kudos to our man, Theron Smith, getting that video back up oh, for you. Oh, nicely done. Pretty big <laughs> time, Theron. <laughs> All right, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back with more of the Coach's Corner next with Roy Manning. Stick around.
Gary Allen, live in concert. So I'm just sitting out here. New Year's Eve, 9 p.m., the Showplace Theater in Riverwind. A night full of hit after hard rockin' hit. Tickets on sale now at Riverwind.com. For more information and tour dates, visit GaryAllen.com. Gary Allen. neighborhood homeland today and get your game day necessities at the OU tailgate headquarters. You'll find everything you need for a quick and easy game time meal with weekly specials on some of your favorite grocery items. Join homeland, your friends and family as we cheer on the Sooners this season. Shop local, shop homeland, homeland, your tailgate headquarters for OU football. Good to be home, homeland. At OG&E, we're proud of our partnership with the University of Oklahoma. To secure tomorrow's workforce, OG&E provides scholarships and internships each year, recognizing students in engineering, math, sciences, and more. In short, those who will power our state's bright future. As an Oklahoma company, it makes sense OG&E helps grow the communities we serve. So to share ongoing success stories, we created OGETogether.com, a site with news that covers our growing future. Come see what we can do together. A Sport Clips Championship haircut experience makes you feel like your hair has its own walk-up music. Maybe you play sports. Maybe you play sports online. Or maybe your sport is keeping up with your kids. Your hair deserves its own walk-up music. And at Sport Clips, we make it easy. A game-changing cut from a stylist trained for guys while you're surrounded by sports. Hair this good needs no introduction, but you'll want one anyway. So download the app, check in, and get your hair in the game. Here's a real tweet from a real Chick-fil-A guest. Meredith writes, Am I the only person who didn't know Chick-fil-A had mac and cheese? Holy game changer. The secret's out now, Meredith. Is there anything you think the world should know about our mac and cheese? What I really like about the mac and cheese is the oven-toasted, golden brown, cheesy top layer. It's savory, and it makes you feel really good. That does sound amazing. Thanks, Meredith. Try the mac and cheese yourself at your local Chick-fil-A. Real Chick-fil-A guests paid for their testimonial. Saving your time at Homeland. Stop by your neighborhood Homeland today and get your game day necessities at the OU Tailgate Headquarters. You'll find everything you need for a quick and easy game time meal with weekly specials on some of your favorite grocery items. Join Homeland, your friends and family, as we cheer on the Sooners this season. Shop local, shop Homeland. Homeland, your tailgate headquarters for OU football. Good to be home. Here's to the small business owners. We all know that business has its ups and downs, and through it all, the IRS has its handout wanting more. At Polston Tax, we get it. We've helped thousands of businesses who found themselves at odds with the IRS, and we've studied the tax code in depth to develop strategies to help small businesses like yours. Call us today at Polston Tax to set up your no-risk free consultation today. Call 405-698-3468. 
Third down and inches, the pass. He's in the end zone, and what's this? There's a giant tent in the end zone, placed there by Mary Ann's Reynolds for special events. I can't tell if he's caught the ball or not. It is a nice-looking tent, though. From here in the booth, I can see tables, chairs, tablecloths. I suppose all those things are available at Mary Ann's, too. Well, there's some activity now. It looks like the pass receiver is marrying one of the cheerleaders. The referee is officiating. Isn't that something? Mary Ann's wrote the rules on outdoor events. Mary Ann's Reynolds for special events. 751-3100. The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every Tuesday and Friday, and all you have to do is log on to Soonersports.tv slash podcast to listen to old shows and subscribe to always get the newest episodes. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind. Final segment with Roy Manning as we are inside the Coach's Corner, presented by Riverwind. He's Teddy Lehman. I'm Chris Plank. And Coach, we got West Virginia coming in, another 11 a.m. kick on Saturday. What have you seen from Neil Brown's offense with a little bit of a different look this year? Yeah, you know, you've had these different looks each and every week. And <laughs> it's true. This present challenges. They get into so many different uh, formations and, 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 and personnel groupings and can, can really spread the ball around and beat you a lot of different ways, you know, running, passing, getting it out in space, letting their guys make plays as you see motions and formations to the boundary. So you really, really have to be sound when you play in these types of teams and make sure that those guys know exactly what they're doing. Uh, probably less uh, checks and things of that nature, you know, because obviously you have to equate the uh, tempo into the equation, obviously, as well. So uh, definitely we'll have our hands full. Looking forward to the challenge and interested to see, obviously, who will line up at quarterback. And, and uh, obviously, as always, we'll just, you know, player technique and, and uh, try to get our job done. You, know, you brought up quarterback, and that's what I wanted to ask. Any number of three guys, Neil Brown said yesterday that they may even go with the the uh, freshman low. Um, here you see the Allison kid, big, you know, athletic guy that can throw the football. So how tough is it to put together a game plan throughout the week whenever you don't know who the quarterback is? You, is, is that a big factor for you guys? It is ex extremely difficult because, you know, practice time and reps are so limited uh, throughout the week and, and you don't want to spend uh, a, ton a hunk of time and then you get on game day and then you don't see that. Those right. are wasted reps. So you, you're kind of not guessing, but you're trying to just uh, hedge your bets on, you know, who you think they'll go with and the things they may do. But you never know. And you really don't. And I think that that's why you have to be sound in whatever your scheme is. And those players have to understand. We'll, we'll have to adjust early and, and, and often, I'm sure. Right. And, of course, uh, very interesting because Austin Kendall is their quarterback. He was here for a couple of seasons, started the game for the Sooners, uh, and, uh, as, as you know, has really had a nice – Athletic kid. Yeah, nice nice run here at West Virginia. But we'll see. That's part of the reason why we're talking about three different quarterbacks because of the injury situation in West Virginia and, of course, a new head coach and a new uh, mindset in Neil Brown. Let's focus on your guys sure. a little bit because – Teddy brought up the play in layman's terms with Parnell Motley. Uh, this, uh, this guy's playing with a lot of confidence right now. What have you seen as the biggest improvement from Parnell here in 2019? Uh, I just think consistency. You know, I think that he's, he's always had ability when you watch uh, um, film from years past. But I just think just um, him being consistent, you know what I mean, and not just flashing, 
you know, for a quarter or flashing on this play, but really trying to put together full games, full body of work, which I think he, he really has. I think that was the first touchdown scored on him right there. Um, but I, I've been proud of him, um, you know, just his, his uh, development. You know, he's really taken a, a senior approach, you know what I mean, to practice every day, coming out, uh, trying to lead, trying to be a leader uh, on and off the field. And then, obviously, on game day, these guys are really, really locked in, which uh, for me, I know, uh, that means they want to do well. They want to perform, good. you know what I mean? And, and so I just try to continue that and really improve. I still don't think uh, he's played his best game yet. I don't. Wow. And, uh, and, that's, and that's a good thing, you know what I mean, because we still have some, some games uh, ahead of us. But um, that sense of urgency has to continue, um, it, not just with him but with the entire room. I feel like, you know, I asked Coach Beatonbow when we were talking West Virginia, like do his, his linemen get caught up in some of those, those matchups against – you know, whoever their rusher might be, those one-on-one right. -on -one matchups. And I think corner is probably the biggest one, right, where yeah. there's a receiver, maybe he's leading the conference or, or whatever, those those one-on-one -on -one competitions. How much of your guys uh, really taking that, that, that competitive mindset out to the field this year? And I know from a year ago, um, giving up a bunch of yards in the passing game, giving up some deep plays, it just seems like watching it from the outside in that mm – -hmm. Now that they're playing well, that competitive edge is back. No and question. those guys are, are fighting and scrapping and, and want those, those big-time matchups. No question. And, you know, having success breeds confidence is, is, is simple. You know what I mean? The more success they have, not just in games but at practice, because, again, I, I'll be the first one to stand up and say, man, we play against the best receivers every single day in practice. And so having that confidence and having those guys understand that, that – you can cover C.D. Lamb, man. <laughs> you can cover, cover anyone. You can cover, you know, <laughs> right. anyone. And so, well, continue to breathe that and going back to our technique and fundamentals. But those guys are. They're chomping at the bit to, uh, to go out there and put it on uh, display on Saturdays because of how hard they're working throughout the week. And, again, that has to continue. We can't, we can't get satisfied and, 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 you know, feel like we've accomplished anything um, uh, from a whole, holistic view because we, we haven't that way. But... You know, I love those guys up and let them know, hey, you're doing a great job. And, you know, but what we won't do is, is focus too much on the opponent uh, because I still believe and we still believe it's about us. You know what I mean? So um, that's what we're, the majority of our time throughout the week is it go, it comes back to you. And, again, your techniques going through your thought process and your progression and things of that nature. Great so. stuff. You guys always get the final question of the coaches. So the Academy Sports and Outdoor Twitter question for Roy Manning, coach, how did your corners match up with those big Texas receivers? I like how they put tall Texas receivers because, as you said, when you got down there, those were some big boys they had beyond just Colin Johnson. They're, they were huge. Uh, they really were. I mean, I haven't seen a, a receiving group that big probably um, ever, and I've been around some good-looking groups. But <laughs> Colin you know, Johnson looks more like an NBA power forward than he no does a wide receiver. There is no doubt. You know, there ain't six two, six three. Those guys were easily six five plus, and and not only tall but big and. And you know, physical and in, in, in stature. And again, I thought our guys, though they, they they look forward to that challenge. You know, you don't need a whole lot of uh, motivating and rah rah when you're going into a rivalry game. And again, those guys just uh, stepped up to the plate. And again, you know, they're going to catch footballs. We know that. That's that's part of the nature of the position. And so, just having a snap and clear mindset. And you, you know, you caught a ball, all right? Do it again. You know what I mean? Do it again. Do it again. You know, that's kind of our mindset. And so hats off to our guys, really. I'm proud of them.
And as uh, Alex Grinch has said many times, if you can stop him once, if you can do it once, you should be able to do, it, do twice, it twice, three times beyond. That's so right. It's great stuff, man. Coach, congratulations on the win oh, on Saturday. You. West Virginia coming up at 11 a.m. on a Saturday. Good luck against the Mountaineers, Coach. All right. Thank you so much. Yep. Boomer. Right, Boomer Center. There you go. I like it. Uh, we'll take a time out. We'll come back to wrap up the Coach's Corner next, presented by Riverwind. Jim Gaffigan, Secrets and Pies Tour. Have you been to one of the weddings where the groom removes the girder belt from the bride and flings it to a crowd of perverts? What came up with that one? Hey, you know how the bride throws the bouquet? How about something for the fellas? Maybe the bride's underwear. Jim Gaffigan, two shows Friday, November 15th, 7 and 10 p.m. The Showplace Theater at Riverwind. Tickets on sale now at riverwind.com. This is a radio ad for Natural Light. Although you may know us as Natty Light. We've got big news. We made a 6% hard seltzer. So move over basic seltzers of the world because Natty Light Seltzer has entered the chat. Our seltzers come in flavors like Aloha Beaches, a mango and peach flavored blend, and Catalina Lime Mixer. When cherry and lime become best friends, Natty Light Seltzer, the seltzer you never saw coming, is here. Enjoy responsibly. 2019 Anheuser-Busch Catalina Lime Mixer, Natural Light, Aloha Beaches flavored malt beverages, Ales in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. When you hear commitment, you think of the Crimson and Cream. When I hear commitment, I think of the service men and women who serve us daily. That's why we've teamed up with OU Extended Campus to honor a patriot of the game every home game this season. No one beats OU when it comes to commitment. And when it comes to service, no one beats OU Extended Campus. Nominate your patriot of the game today at patriot.pacs.ou.edu. At OG&E, we're proud of our partnership with the University of Oklahoma. To secure tomorrow's workforce, OG&E provides scholarships and internships each year, recognizing students in engineering, math, sciences, and more. In short, those who will power our state's bright future. As an Oklahoma company, it makes sense OG&E helps grow the communities we serve. So to share ongoing success stories, we created OGETogether.com, a site with news that covers our growing future. Come see what we can do together. Home is where you plant your flag. A Case & Associates property is Oklahoma's choice for your apartment home. Whether you want to live in Norman to get to games quicker, Edmond to go shopping, or Yukon to watch those Oklahoma sunsets, Case & Associates has a floor plan in a location for you. And fitness centers and bark parks will help you stay fit this fall. Check out the properties and all the amenities they have to offer you at CaseUSA.com. Find Case. Find home. Cruisin Auto Spa, Car Wash, Detail, and Oil Change Center. Cruisin now offers unlimited car wash packages starting at only $20 a month. They also offer full-service unlimited car wash packages starting at $39 a month. Cruisin provides a comprehensive oil change service that comes with a free wash and vacuum. They also offer a seven-day clean car guarantee. If it's dirty, bring it back. Visit them in person at 1235 West Main today. 
Wow, look at the big deal outside the stadium. I saw some tents like that over by the duck pond, too. I wonder who put all that together. Oh, that's from Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events. They provide the tents for the Fan Fest outside the stadium for the home games. They can handle any size of gathering. Oh, really? How about a birthday party? Yep. Wedding reception? Of course. Company picnic? Yes. Just call them at 751-3100. Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events, huh? I knew I hung around you for a reason. You're pretty bright. Oh, and I have the season tickets. Mary Ann's Rentals for Special Events, 751-3100. Whataburger has been making breakfast for almost 40 years and burgers for almost 70 years. So making a breakfast burger with fresh 100% beef, a hand-cracked egg, bacon, cheese, hash browns, and our creamy pepper sauce seems kind of obvious, right? Of course it does. Now. Good thing there's the new limited-time breakfast burger. Served 11 p.m. to 11 a.m. at Whataburger. the Big 12 schedule for this weekend. And obviously with Oklahoma and West Virginia not on this list, every team in the Big 12 in action. No buys this week. That's a very interesting game down in Lubbock. 11 a.m. Texas Tech hosting Iowa State, Teddy. Yeah. Tech probably should have won last week. These games are, are tough to pick. Iowa State, Texas Tech. Jet Duffy's done a good job there filling in for Bowman. Iowa State, we know defensively. Here's what's shocking to me. Brock Purdy leading the Big 12 in passing right now. Wow. Uh, so, uh, Iowa State, this is when they start to play their best football. And the Baylor-Oklahoma State game, to me, is difficult. Oklahoma State's a team that's going to be really good one week, maybe drop a little bit the next, hard to predict. Baylor's been pretty steady as she goes. I think they win that one on the road, but could go either way. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned Kansas State-TCU. That's the Alex Delton revenge game, if you will, mm-hmm. even though he hasn't necessarily been the starting quarterback all season long. For TCD, they've gone with Max Duggan quite a bit. So I think what we have learned is it's going to be quite a challenge in the Big 12 this week, uh, this year. You know, Baylor is sitting there undefeated, as you mentioned right now. It's kind of tough to really figure out who's in that next tier underneath Oklahoma right now. It really is. I mean, I, I know you go Oklahoma and most people throw Texas in there. I'm not so sure. I know Baylor's been getting by in some tough football games, but they've got both Oklahoma and Texas in Waco this year. So you got to watch out for them. If they can get past Oklahoma State, look out. All right, we got about 30 seconds here, Ted. West Virginia this weekend, Mountaineers, always an entertaining game any time these two teams lock horns with each other. No, it is. This is going to be a fun game. We've dominated the series here since they've come to the Big 12, so it's going to be fun, though. I hope Austin Kendall plays. I'd like to see him come back here, um, throw the football around a little bit, but this is a focus on you game. If we come out, do the things we're supposed to do offensively and defensively, should have some success. All right, a a couple of quick housekeeping notes. We just wanted to uh, let uh, Witt... Viney know that she's in her thoughts and prayers. She's not with us this week. Darren Smith has filled in as our producer and has done an absolutely fantastic job. And how about a happy 21st birthday to Shannon Bills? 21 oh, years old day. today. Oh, my gosh. Seemed like yesterday to be for me. 21 again, <laughs> Everyone have a great game week, and we'll see you next week here inside the Coach's Corner. For Teddy Lehman, I'm Chris Plank. Boomer Sooner, everybody.
This has been the Riverwind Coaches Corner, presented by Riverwind, still the one. Also brought to you in part by Sport Clips. It's good to be a guy. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.